Are you enjoying the Another One podcast? Well, say it with your fingers. Let us know by leaving us a review on iTunes or Google Play. If you're listening on TeamBees.com, feel free to drop us a note to let us know you're listening. Also, be sure and subscribe. That's the way that you're notified and you get more episodes. Let's get the show going. Okay. Well, we just pray that everything that is said during this podcast is what needs to be heard by each and every person that hears it and that your story will touch lives and that it will open the door for people to find healing and that through you sharing your truth that you will experience um, healing and abundance like you've never known before. So um, may that be the purpose and the attention of what we're doing today. And we look forward to great things happening because you are sharing your truth. If you know, you it's know. Rich RBV. It's Kalia. Hello, it's Kaya. It's your boy Trey B. Cars, aka Trey. 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 Another one. Another one. The coolest family in podcasting. Hello and welcome to another episode of Another One. Yes, yes, yes. We are back again, and you know what this is. This is another episode with another subject this time. Not necessarily a question, but a subject. A subject that kind of hits home for a lot of people. I know it hits home a lot for us. Um, You know, we've had several different instances of this within our family, the Team B's family. But um, before we get too deep into that, because I am going to throw it over to Khadijah RBZ to be able to kind of go through this um, and roll this out. But um, I want to do something that we haven't done in a while. I want to make sure that everybody who's listening knows exactly who's here. I know on our new intro, it does give our names, but now we're going to do it one more time for you guys so that way you know who's who. Connect the voices with the names. All right, here we go. Rich B's. Kalia. Trey B. Cars. <laughs> Hello, Kaya. And you know who it is, the one and only Khadijah RBC. Mm-hmm-hmm. All right, so now you know the voices. Well... We're going to throw it over to Khadijah RBZ, but first, a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Rich B's here. I just wanted to take a second and talk to you guys about Dynamic Works. Here on another one, we have been telling you guys about Dynamic Works for about two years now, and a lot of you have taken your time and our advice and went to dynamicworks.com and checked out the many branding service that are provided. Some of you have also purchased a service or two for your small business to be professionally branded. We would like to say thank you. Because you are listeners of the Another One Podcast, Dynamic Works is giving you guys only, only you guys, 20% off of your next service with them. That means you can get a logo design, flyer design, and website design with 20% off the regular price. I know a lot of you want to start a business or You want to up your branding game with your current business. So now is the time for you to up your company's value by making people take you seriously. Your branding shows that you take your company seriously. Head over to dynamicworks.com today and let the designers create a simple, clean, and dynamic custom brand just for you and your enterprise. Then email info at dynamicworks.com or 
contact on Facebook, IG, or Twitter at Dynamic Works. Look for the DW. Simple, clean, dynamic. We appreciate you guys. Back to the show. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Team Bees. To keep the show going, partner with us at TeamBees.com slash partner. We out. All right. Welcome back. We are excited because today we have a special, special guest. And, Very special. Yeah. And um, we have this guest because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I am sure as a listener, um, you're aware of that. But I'm also sure that you have encountered um, someone in your life that has dealt with breast cancer on some level. And our guest today is Calandra McDowell. She is a singer, a songwriter. She is a mother. She is a friend. She is um, an all around great person. And she has a story that she would just like to share with you guys um, as it relates to this month. And I want you all to listen. I want you to hear her heart, hear her story, and see how you're led. So, Calandra? Because we don't know where this is going to go. No, we right now we don't know. <laughs> we didn't. The the thing about t- Team Bees, as you know, we just allow, we like for things to just happen. And when we have a conversation, we like for it to be organic. So there wasn't any prep. There wasn't even any, um, you know, hey, uh, answer this question or whatever. We we like to have a, a, a genuine conversation. And so it's going to flow like that. So, Calandra, Welcome. Thank you. You are yes, more welcome, than welcome to another one. Welcome, yes. welcome, welcome. We were at a poetry place. We would Thank do some so snaps. Thank you so much for inviting me to share my story. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So go ahead and um, tell tell us tell us what's going on with Calandra. Okay, so um, around the month of August, like maybe uh, the beginning of August, I had. Um, I knew that I needed to go uh, to the doctor because I felt uh, a lump in uh, my in my right breast, and I wasn't sure what it was or if it was anything. But I said to myself that, you know, let me just go get it checked. You know, I'm 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 healthy. Nothing's wrong. Uh, I won't I won't believe the worst. You know, all those things you do to at least put one foot in front of the other to go get checked. Mm. And so I um, went to my um, my doctor mm-hmm. and um, my my regular OBGYN doctor uh, just to, to get her opinion if mm. I needed to look into it further. And just the sheer look of concern on her face as she examined me mm. shook me to my core. Okay. Because... I'm like, okay, that doesn't look like the face of someone who thinks this is nothing. Right. And so I I immediately afterwards had several follow-up appointments and I went to the uh, my my appointment for my um my um mammogram. Mhm. And uh, 
biopsy and all those things uh, simultaneously. Wow. Really, uh, it was just like a uh, alarm went off mm-hmm. because immediately here I go from just going to get annual physicals, never going to the doctor for anything, mm-hmm. to going through this uh, ordeal and the doctor saying, well, there is something of concern. Mm-hmm. One said, you know, I would be surprised if it wasn't breast cancer uh, before I got the result. And the wow. other, who was a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more um, intact, said there is something of concern, and we can't say for sure, but we will let you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, thankfully, I wasn't alone at the biopsy appointment. Appointment. Okay. Um, my um, my boyfriend was with me. I could not stand um, after that appointment. I don't know how I would have made it out if mm-hmm. I was alone because to hear the concern, like I said, it's like even before they told me that I had this, I felt like I did because of what they said and what they saw. And I began going through the emotions of how am I going to handle whatever comes back to me? Mm-hmm. How am I mm-hmm. going to deal? What am I going to do? And I had a singing engagement coming up, so I just prepared as usual. I went to rehearsals. I didn't say anything um, to my family. I, I, I just kept it to myself, and um, I didn't want to put the alarms out. I needed to have some control over my own emotions before I put it out there that this was even going on. So it happened that right before I had to go sing at this event, the doctor calls me and I was alone. Wow. And he confirmed. And mind you, I had just had my makeup done. I was real cute. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah. So um, unfortunately, we did find that there is breast cancer. And he confirmed that it was triple positive um, invasive ductal carcinoma. And he went into describing exactly what it was. And by that time, my my mind was like, what did he just say to me? Right. You know, and I'm listening. Tears are running down my face, but I'm listening. I'm not sobbing because, like I said, I had started the acceptance process when they were doing all that. It looks like it, but we don't know, you know, right. those words. But he told me. I took a moment, of several moments after that call. And I cried. I didn't weep like I did in the doctor's office because I I felt like, you know, I wasn't trying to be strong. That's just my emotion. Right. It was, okay, this is what I have. Now I know. Mm-hmm. And I called my boyfriend and I headed off to the uh, singing engagement. And I didn't say a word about it because I felt in that moment, I was making a choice that this is how I was going to handle it. I was going to choose faith over fear, and I'm just going to keep going. I don't know what it is or how this is about to go other than I'm going to go through it with faith, and I'm going to give it my best shot. And what better way to even, as crazy as it sounds, to have this singing engagement right now because I need to go focus my energies on doing what I do. Right. And I need this to not change me uh, in the worst way. 
So mm. that's where I'm at. Um, I, since then, have told my family the hardest thing to do was to tell my son, of course, and my little brother, which I took my time um, telling them. And by the time I talked to them, I was talking to them just as I'm speaking to you um, in the calm voice. I explained. I didn't lie because these kids have Google. They have Siri. They can be like, hey, Siri, what's up? Um, you know, yeah. you have to tell these children because they'll find out. So, <laughs> they will find out. Every time I tell my son, figure it out, I hear, hey, Siri. So, you know, you got to tell these kids. You do. So, <laughs> That's a fact. So, <laughs> I'm like, let me be honest, but in a way that is uh, transparent, but, you know, not too detailed, but in a way that lets him know that, look, I, I have this, but this is what's going on, and this is what I have to do. Right. And um, I've now had, um, I, I, I have to go through six, I've had to go, well, they told me I have six rounds of chemo to go every three weeks, and I've already gone through two. So I just have um, four, more, four more to go, which I'm thankful for, and, you know, that's followed by uh, uh, uh a lot more, but I'm just going to focus on the first part right. <laughs> um, to get through the chemo. So that's where I'm at. Basically. And I just recently had my the, the second one um, this past Wednesday. So I'm just um, in recovery mode right now. Okay. Well, we appreciate you taking your time out to actually speak with us and our guests. Um, or excuse me, our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> um, no problem. But um, I did want to kind of go back on something that you said within your story. Um, uh-huh. When you said that you found the lump in your breast, um, so you found you found it yourself. Yes, I did. And it was just on, um, you know, you know, everyone should be familiar with themselves. So somewhat. And I'll be honest with you. I should have went even earlier, but I was in denial that it was something I just didn't know I thought maybe I felt it once and then I didn't again but I'm just right. so thankful to God that I it was scary to feel that and to think what it could be and that alone would could keep you from going to get a check yeah. um, uh-huh. but I'm just so thankful that I did feel it and that I made myself go to the doctor yeah wow so there's several things, Calandra, that's going through my mind right now. But what I want to ask you for the sake of our listeners, when you recognize that you had the lump in your um, breast, um, what did that lump feel like? Well, um, this is the thing why, why it confused me. When during my... Um, menstrual cycle i would feel it mm-hmm. more firmly than i than than not okay off my menstrual cycle so then it was like well is this just a menstrual thing mm-hmm. is this just a you know just a something and um you know it felt like just like a small marble or something as i can't really explain mm-hmm. but it felt like something abnormal like i could i could re- uh, uh run my hand just across my breast and feel a lump. Wow. You know, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not right. Right. (laughs) 
and and it actually changes the appearance of the breast. There, are, you can actually this is something that you can Google. I know Google is filled with many things, but changes the appearance of the breast. Like if you hold your hand up and your, I, I know this is descriptive, but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. If the nipple is inverted, you know that's just a sign that something is not right. And so, um, you know, those are signs that I saw, and I'm like, oh my lord, what is this? It could be something, could be nothing. But again, I, I'm just glad I went to get checked. Yeah, yeah. And we're glad that you went also, <laughs> um, because that, like you said, the the fear of the unknown. Um, can keep someone from doing something that they know they should do, but it's like if they do it, then it's going to confirm, you know, the scary thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That it's like your feet feel like a lump of coal because you're like, you're dragging yourself at that point. You're like, I'm going. Okay. I'm here now. And each appointment, that's what it started to feel like. It doesn't feel like that anymore because mm-hmm. now I know. Mm-hmm. And I feel. After finding out, it's the weirdest thing, but after finding out there was a, it, I released some anxiety of wondering because mm-hmm. I knew. Yeah. So it's a, a thing that fear can cripple you from finding out truth and your fear and anxiety keep you from getting to peace. Right, you, right. Knowing what's the deal, what knowing the deal of what's going on with your body or what whatever it is you're dealing with is actually more peace than not dealing with it at all. Mm. So that's how I've been dealing with this, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I apologize. I need to put some uh, just a mint in my mouth. It's a little dry. I okay. apologize if you can hear that. That's fine. No, no problem. No problem. Okay. Um, okay. Now you said that you told your son and your brother. How old are your are your son and your brother? Well, my son is twelve, and my little brother is sixteen. Mm. And um, they took it so well. Um, like I said, I, I took my time. I didn't just come home. And be like, oh my lord! I got to <laughs> because I am an emotional person, so I have to watch myself. Like, seriously, no, like I'm straight. Like country girl, oh lord, <laughs> that is me. That is my personality, and I know it. I don't run away from it. Okay, so I'm like, before I talk to my child, because I couldn't even to think about telling my child made me break down in tears, mm. like sob, made me sob mm-hmm. because I didn't want to scare him. I hate to make anyone feel bad about anything, mm. and it's like, oh, uh, I, I just. Lord, please, I don't want to make him scared. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, how scary would it be if I didn't tell him and he just saw me around here just not being myself? Like, that's scary. Right. Mm-hmm. So just telling him and he's, I see him trying to be even more helpful and, you know, and my little brother too, you know, every, they're, they're, they're really very sensitive to what's going on. So, um, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. <clears throat> that I told them. Well, um, me, um, Trey, hello. <laughs> um, I have a question as to, um, I noticed that you said that you wanted to, or that you're doing chemotherapy 
what made you choose that compared to other things of treatment other well, ways I mean, of treatment um, yeah yeah some you know I know that there are things out here but um I feel like what I am going through is not this is not a game and it's not an experiment I mean, this is not to you this is just how my, mm-hmm. my response is yeah I, I I don't have the luxury of experimenting because I do have an aggressive form of cancer I mean, all of cancer is cancer. I don't care if it's whatever they tell you. Mm-hmm. I am open to, uh, you know, I do the juicing and I do all those things. I was doing that before. But I am open to supplementing, um, you know, for my nausea. I drink like a, I drink a, 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 a ginger and lemon shot like every day. Yes, and it ma'am. helps me tremendously. Like I cannot explain. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as far as not doing chemo and doing something else that's maybe not completely proven is not my method. I know that people do things and it helps them, but I needed to do something that is completely proven to to help. And it already is like I'm already it's already shrinking. I can't even feel uh, as I did before when I raised my my when I just go over my breast, I can't feel it like I did before. It's, it went down tremendously from one treatment, and I already know it's going to go down even more uh, in the coming days. So I'm confident in that what I have has been researched so well that I have targeted drugs for my specific, uh, uh, the ones that I'm uh, positive for. And um, I just, I'm, I'm more comfortable going with what has been proven. Not saying that other things don't, but I just, it's just that, you know, when you think about your life, it's not a, it, it's like, I, I'm not going to experiment with this. This is what I have. This is how I'm going to deal with it. Gotcha. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. But it, yeah. so, it sounds like you're doing like a two stage approach, though. I mean, because if you're, um, doing the health stuff or you were already doing mm-hmm. health stuff, and then on top of that, you're doing the chemo. So, my question to that is um, after the first round of chemo, a lot of people say they're spent. So my question is, if you're still doing the juicing and all that kind of thing, then how do you actually feel or how have you felt after those? Well, after my first round, I went through not really understanding what to eat. I didn't know. I was really struggling with that because nothing tastes the same. I I tried my my juices and it just, oh, God, nothing tastes the same. But I, I have... My family is second to none. I mean, they are like my army. They, like, consumed me with, it was like, whatever you think you might like or whatever they could think of, what they could bring me. My aunt bought me turnip soup. My cousin, who is a vegan, she began to bring me dishes. She comes over here, and she will cook for me. And the vegan dishes are what go down the best. Mm. Yes, ma'am. I yes. Am. <laughs> yes. I know you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> this is like music to our ears, so yeah. keep going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's true. The vegan um, diet is working best for me. Now, at the first, after the first round, I was just desperate to eat anything mm-hmm. because I just couldn't find, I couldn't, nothing just worked. But I am doing so much better this go-round because Good. I have my 
stuff and I have it I have that mindset of knowing not what not to try. I just look I just knew I was gonna be able to go Chick fil A fries. Like, <laughs> I just knew I could stick it. Like Lord, <laughs> I mean just just a little bit, you know, just a little bit of Chick fil A fries with a little Polynesian sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but honey, that don't taste like nothing but but cotton in my mouth. So wow. I, um, you know, more fruit, um, not too acidic, nothing too yeah. acidic. But uh, you know, the vegan dishes and and the back to what you asked me, I'm just talking. But the still going to the juices. I love uh, my favorite juice spot is Juice Keys, and they are so kind to me and they are aware of my situation. But mm-hmm. I still, uh, I I can still drink my favorite juices there and. Um, everything is organic and it it really 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 helps and when i can't figure out what i want to eat having a smoothie or a juice is just the best thing yeah Yeah. and i can't i can't even stomach the thought of eating certain things that i love right now Mm -hmm. so i probably not probably but after this i feel like i'm going to be fully transitioning into vegan because this is going to be a long ride uh, that I'm going to be on, and I'm not, I'm not playing with it. Like I'm not getting ready to try and see if I can eat some fried chicken right now. <laughs> hurt myself. Right, right. I'm not trying to hurt myself. I don't care. Some people say, "Girl, you don't have to do it by the book." Whatever. Where's the book? I'm about to follow. It. I know that's, <laughs> that's right. What I'm doing. So let me ask you this: the um, so so because you're doing the juicing, you're doing all the other stuff that you're that you're doing, eating vegan and all that kind of stuff. Have you had to um basically throw up? Because I've heard that people who do uh, yeah, chemo treatments throw up. Question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the, um, no. I mean, they ginger. did give me medication for nausea, which I have taken. But I don't have, that's not my only thing that I rely on. So you, I feel, I have felt like I wanted to, but I haven't had that, that urge to actually, like, that heat, you know, that feel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's like I nip it in the bud right time. I feel like, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. It ain't right right there. Let me get some. So, <laughs> thank God, you know, um, you know, so far I haven't had to uh, earl, as I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had to do that. Um, you know, the I am, I call, what I call it is I'm not trying to be the hero. When I feel like that urge is coming, I'm going, I'm going to, take something if I have it and if I have uh, my ginger lemon shot which is what I prefer that's what I get and so I I, 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 I take care of it right away that's good so um with like working do you still go to work like what is that situation like and if you do how is like your energy like how are you physically how has it affected your work life I am not working right now um, I could, my job uh, as a, oddly enough, clinical research um, is what my field is in. And I have done work uh, on the back end for different types of everything, cancers, any anything mm-hmm. um, is what my field is in. Uh, I couldn't focus on that right now. And thankfully, short-term disability was an option for me. Good. Mm. Um because it's very deadline oriented and uh, very uh, it's demanding 
Um, it's a thing that would have taken a lot of focus, and there are people who can do it. Mm -hmm. But I know I probably, even a short-term disability wasn't an option, I probably still would have to just not do it because I don't think I could keep up because now I am able to focus on me, which is something I haven't. I'm, I'm somebody's mama. Like, that's yeah. not even, you know, Khadija, mm -hmm. like, yeah. mama. <laughs> like, me? What's that? Who is that? Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I am able to relax and make my journey my purpose right. And I shouldn't even say right now, but, you know, it's really turning into as soon as I knew that I was, I knew I was always going to share my story, but I had to do it in my own way. That's more of my, I look at that now as, I don't even like to say job, but my purpose mm -hmm. is this journey and sharing it, that's mm -hmm. where I put my energies at and I'm thankful that I have that opportunity when I have the energy, like I can sleep, I can wake up and do a podcast and when it's over, I'm gonna eat something and go back to sleep. Right. So, right. <laughs> I'm just thankful that I can focus on myself. So let me ask you this. A lot of times, once people become aware um, that cancer has formed in their body and they go through their treatment plan, um, there are certain thoughts or certain fears that may come up as they prepare for the journey. Is there anything that you were maybe fearful of or not looking forward to about the journey? Mm. Well, for me, so glad you asked. It was my hair and it's my, well, it was my hair. Yeah, because you got that thick, long, luscious, beautiful yes. hair. <laughs> honey, and I have, I am someone who never cut corners. I don't play about my hair. I don't let any and everybody in my hair. I don't care if you're doing, uh, if, I don't care if you doing hair for $20 a head. <laughs> I'm not coming. Nobody is doing my hair for twenty dollars because for one, you don't, you're not using the right product. <laughs> using my hair is twenty dollars. I mean, I did not play about that. I'm not a shopper. I don't have like some big thing I splurge on. But when it comes to my hair, mm -hmm. I play no games. And when I did it myself, I took my time. It's no shortcuts when you're dealing with natural hair, right? And so you shouldn't have a shortcut. But you know, you can tell people who are doing shortcuts anyway. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I mourned the thought of letting go of it. And as soon as I found out, I like the day that the doctor called me, I had, had just done my hair. Mm -hmm. And after that, I, I didn't, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but after that, I wouldn't, I didn't do my hair probably for about, um, I probably didn't do my hair for like three, four weeks. Mm. And my mom said to me, girl, something going to start growing in there mm -mm. Um, <laughs> if we don't do this hair. And I knew that um, after my first treatment, you know, I, I would probably start to see some things. And, you know, I just, the the, the thought of when is it going to, when is it going to start falling out just began to just make me so sad. I could handle everything else and I still had joy and I was so happy about things. But that part is like, Lord, you come up for all my edges, like, mm -hmm. little piece of it. You ain't gonna leave me nothing. And so, I just wanted 
you know, what if I could go through all this and at least keep that? But that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And so um, a couple of days ago, actually, uh, what my 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 um, treatment was on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday night, I called my mom over and my cousins. And I'm like, I got to do it today because at that morning I had woke up sobbing because I could pull my hair from the root. And my hair don't I I don't I didn't have naturally that kind of hair that could be pulled from any direction. Mm-hmm. And I, for me to be able to pull it like that, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 and I couldn't catch my breath. And then I I felt like depression could be hand, whoops, could be around the corner. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, I am not getting ready to go through this and fight that too. Mm-hmm. I am going to take. I can't control that cancer is going to take my hair away, but I can control when. Mm-hmm. So I said, I called my mom. My mom is my mom has been a licensed beautician, so she got all the tools. <laughs> I'm talking about she's not coming with no baby cutting scissors. She came with everything, and mm-hmm. I will be sharing that. But uh, she came with um, everything. I cut the first um, chunk of hair, and she did the rest. And that gave me so much release. Like, I haven't cried about my hair since Tuesday, and it's Friday. Mm. And I have very, 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 very short hair. My mm-hmm. hair probably, my hair hasn't been this short since I was a newborn. Oh. <laughs> and um, it's going to continue. It's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be bald soon. And that's a realization that I, it's like, I already know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I took care of it because that fear and that anxiety is crippling, and it's like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. I already know what I got, and this is what I'm doing. I got hair wraps on the way. I have some generous people who are making me some wigs. Come on now. Nice. My stuff about to be right. Come nice. on. <laughs> if I want to wear a wig, I will. If I don't, then I won't. But I got my, I got, I, 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 you have I got options. this set up. Yeah. Yeah, I got options. So now, I'm about to see what they talking about. They tell they make, you know. These girls out here, women out here, you see them with this stuff. You can't even tell. Um, you can't even tell uh, whose hair is real or not. Right. So, I'm, I'm about to be among those. And so, <laughs> I mean, it just gave me so much um, confidence to let it go. Yeah. And it's weird. And I, 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 that's the only way I can describe it, that... And the, again, going back to facing the fear has given me so much uh, calm. Right. I'm so much more calm about it. I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, ooh, girl. That's what your head look like. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so thankful that I did it and I got in front of it because I believe, like, right now, if I, if I hadn't done it and I had gone through the second treatment, it probably would be all over the place. Right. And um, I did wash my hair one good time before my, uh, you know, when my mom called me out, said something might be growing in it. And she <laughs> helped me wash it and, and everything. And that was a really uh, therapeutic moment for me to wash my hair like that uh, and care for it right. before I cut it. I didn't think I would want to touch my hair. Uh-huh. But that's not me because I care for it. Right. And I care for myself. Mm-hmm. And that. That brought me back to me. Like, I'm not someone who doesn't care. It's okay to care. Right. Well, Calandra, look, listen, I, I've I've never had cancer, right? But um, 
I can definitely identify with your hair. Um, yeah. Because when I went in the military, um, uh-huh. you know they're going to bald you up, right? Oh, yeah, skin. Off the quick fast, you know what I mean? And so <laughs> now as I'm growing up, though, I've never had to deal with, like I, I could have whatever kind of hairstyle I want, and I've always had hair. Uh-huh. Like I've never went with the ball route, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so, um, but when they cut my hair that night in that rack in the military, I mean, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not ashamed, but uh-huh. I am like, now I can say it, right? I literally cried that whole first night. Uh-huh. Once they were able to let us go to sleep, you know what I'm saying? Because we like we couldn't sleep for a while, but <laughs> the first time they let us go to sleep, I literally cried about my ball head. <laughs> I can only imagine you don't want to deal with no involuntary haircut. Exactly. Mm-mm. That something that you you said, Calandra, was that you wanted to be in control and not let cancer decide everything for you. And I think that that is such a strong statement because it's mm. like this is something that I'm dealing with and I understand that I'm dealing with this, but I am going to deal with it on my own terms. And so I applaud you for that because, you know, so many people, as my question to you was like, they're fearful, you know, of that losing their hair. That's something that they are fearful of, but they wait until, you know, it begins to fall out and they're sad about it. And then they try to figure out what to do. But you were like, oh, no, no, no. Well, you know, I went through those emotions because, you know, I would try to bounce my ideas off of people. But, you know, you have to decide for yourself because, I mean, as an African-American woman, I took pride and take pride in being able to grow hair out of my head that reaches to my waist because we can do it too. Yeah. And... You know, there would be people who would say, and they didn't, no one meant any harm. Mm-hmm. I, I never took it as this, but, you know, they would say, well, you know, I can't tell. Nobody can tell, which I had so much. I still do. Uh, you know, I, I, it's a lot of hair. You can't, you couldn't have looked at me as, even um, in the videos I've posted. You couldn't have looked at me and said, oh, she lost a little bit of hair. It's not anything that anybody else would have seen, but I know what's happening. Right. And so it's one of those things where you have to do what works for you. Mm-hmm. And that is just I, that I can't say that any more firm than I could ever say it. It's what works for me. I can't make you comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. Look, I don't know what kind of drugs you think I'm taking, but this is not a uh, Tylenol. <laughs> uh, this is about to take my hair, so this is what I need to do. Right. Like, this is not some little little play play stuff I got going on. Mm-hmm. And so that's just the 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 the, the, the what I've had to say. You know, some people some people's hair they didn't lose their hair just wait. No, honey, I know this is coming out because look here, I can pull this, and that's not my. I don't do that. That's not what I got going on over here. So, yeah, I had to take control of it. So I have one more question for you. Um, for and I don't really want to go back to this, but I do want the understanding, even in myself. But I believe that some of our younger listeners listeners might not understand um, what this is, and so. Say the type of cancer they said that you had. I have triple positive invasive 
ductal carcinoma. Okay, and so what is that? Um, I am positive. So the the triple positive. I'm positive for uh, uh Herceptin. I'm learning how to say it out loud. Uh-huh. Uh, so apologize if I'm not saying it correctly. But oh no problem. Uh, uh there's another. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm draw- drawing a blank, but um, I can't think of. I can't think of how to say it right now. But okay. Uh, that is what I have and my notes are over here but I I just don't even want to be like all up in it on the podcast but that that is what I have and I'm so sorry I I had all of that prepared because uh, one of the side effects that I'm having is just trying to gather all my thoughts I write a lot of things down Right. Um, already it's making me feel like uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I probably had a little bit of that before, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> so, pro- so, so what we're what I know that we're gonna do, and I'll say this for the listeners out there, is we're gonna actually have a link on this mm-hmm. podcast on our site that will give people the ability to um, know how to check their breasts themselves. Um, I so love that. And then what we'll do is we're going to have a link to exactly what um, triple positive invasive ductal carcinoma is. Yes, there we go. And, you know, it can be different for certain people, but, you know, I'll also, you know, just I can also send you exactly what it is that I have. But, you know, uh, someone could be triple positive for something else or triple negative or whatever you know so i definitely will send you what it exactly is i have okay great and um i have one question and that's how can people follow your journey so glad you asked um you can follow me on facebook you can just follow up by my name calandra mcdowell c-o-l-a-n-d-r-a mcdowell um you can follow me on instagram at cola sings you can also follow me on YouTube um, under my name. And I also have a blog that I've started called Alton's Daughter. And um, really quickly, the name Alton's Daughter, my father, he's deceased now, but he had uh, sickle cell anemia. And he was my living example of how to persevere through hard, just through the hard stuff and mm-hmm. with the disease. And he had three jobs and would work hard and was very proud and took care of his family and did all of that with this disease that didn't give him any relief mm-hmm. um so i'm like you know that gives me strength to know that i'm god's child but i'm also my allison's daughter and it's um something that's given me a uh, great uh, reflection into myself on how i can get through this so yeah follow me at allison's daughter be sure to subscribe to my blog and all the links um if you find me anywhere online you can find the links to the blog and we'll also have them on the podcast episode um awesome. show notes also awesome so calandra what is it that you want to share with our listeners what what do you want to tell them about what it um, is that you're going through or just in general what do you want them to know i just want all of us even me going forward in anything, if something is standing out to you that needs to be taken care of, take care of it before it gets worse. 
I don't care if it's a light that comes on in your car and tells you that uh, you got a tire that the air pressure is going out. Take care of it before the tire blows. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're if you feel a lump on your knee, don't ignore it and and just keep going. Go go take care of it before your whole knee gives out. <laughs> and you know, like we can, we don't. Um, we just have to take pause and hear and, and 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 take a minute and assess what's going on around us and uh, take care of the things that we can take care of. Sometimes we end up blaming the devil on things that we could have gotten in front of. And like, that's oh, a fact. I ain't got no gas. You know, you ain't had no gas when you got in the car. Right. You <laughs> know, go get some gas. No, before you left and, the car the last time. Come on now. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, just really pay attention to yourself, your surroundings, and just uh, pay attention to anything that is going on that you can take care of. That's what I would say not just for cancer, not just for your body, just in general, mm -hmm. that we should just be more aware of anything. Uh, just, just, just be more aware. That's great. That's great. So um, we do appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, Thanks for having me. And, you know, if you just to know, just so you know, you can stop by anytime. You can, <laughs> I would you love can, to. You I know, would absolutely love to. Because we would love to keep up with your journey. And I'm pretty sure our listeners are going to want to hear, you know, what's going on, our updates. So even if it's a little short update, because we don't want to, you know, um, bog you down with more things to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Um, this is a part of purpose. So I'm, I'm all down for it. <laughs> Definitely, I'll be back anytime. Okay, that sounds awesome. great. We appreciate yes. that. And yes. to all of our listeners, we thank you guys for um, listening. And um, we hope that this podcast and um, Calandra's story um, will change your life, you know, in a positive yes. way. will affect you um, for change. So you can take care of those things that seem like nothing right now but can become big hindrances um, in your life going forward. Um, and so, hey, from us to you, um, we say, we out! Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Team Bees. To keep the show going, partner with us at teambees.com slash partner. We out! Are you enjoying the Another One podcast? Well, say it with your fingers. Let us know by leaving us a review on iTunes or Google Play. If you're listening on TeamBees.com, feel free to drop us a note to let us know you're listening. Also, be sure and subscribe. That's the way that you're notified and you get more episodes.